Welcome back into early break. Nick Sainer filling in for Jake Sorensen this week as he is in Scotland. Steve Sipple joins me one final time for the week. Comes for one day, leaves for the next four. What do you know? Sipple. I got a job to do, Nick. Okay. That's understandable. Thank you for joining uh, me today. No, thank you. As always, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Starter Heyman Text Line. Feel free to chime into the show all day long. Let's get to this comment because I think this is kind of interesting. Caleb Tanner's growth was a big discussion point yesterday, Sip. Growth as a leader? As an individual. As an individual, yes. Yeah, and a couple things stuck out to me of, of what Scott Frost had to say about him and also Garrett Nelson, a fellow captain. Um, because they kind of delivered the same message yesterday, and I, I kind of want to steer this into a into a defensive discussion. So let's first let's listen to what Scott Frost had to say about uh, Caleb Tanner's growth. Yeah, Caleb was one of the guys when he first got here, and this is a compliment. He was on a lot of lists for missing things, being late. Um, over, I, I I've seen very few guys that have come as far as he's come, uh, and it speaks more to where he is now than where he started. Uh, we have a lot of guys that have to figure some things out, uh, and Caleb has become a perfect teammate and a good leader, and that's, that's awesome to see. It's one of the things that makes coaching very rewarding is see uh, a young man turn into the man that Caleb is. Now, this is Garrett Nelson, and it's a little bit of a longer answer. Okay. Um, okay. We, we know Garrett Nelson is, is an enjoyment to listen to. Yes. In a lot of areas. And Just I like thought, you, Nick. Thank you, Sip. And I was I, I served up a curveball or a fastball right down the middle of the plate for you, Sip, and you took it, so I appreciate it. You're welcome. Single, um, single up the middle. Exactly. Oh, reliable. Uh, Caleb Tanner, here's what he had to say on Garrett Nelson. Yeah, uh, starting it off, he was kind of a hot mess. <laughs> uh, uh, kind of a, um, a problem guy. You know, he's always on the accountability list. He was always, you know, late or doing something wrong or – you know, along those lines, it was just not uh, seemed like there's outsiding stuff going on. Um, and the, the past couple of years, uh, he's he's really focused, and it says a lot for him coming back. But he's really focused on being the best player he can be, being the best teammate he can be, talking to dudes, mentoring dudes, being the voice of of uh, not you know when I'm not saying something, he's on the side saying something. You know, he he. He does, he, he's grown and completely turned a new leaf. And I've even talked about it with my parents because, you know, my parents ask about him. I'm like, hey, how's Caleb? And um, I, I, I tell them about the progress, and they're, and they're amazed. And um, I am too, everybody is. He, he's done a great job, and I love, I love him as a teammate. And, I, you know, he's kind of been my partner in crime. You know, when, like, cop shows have a partner, and they go in the, in the car together all the time, that's kind of – I look over to the side of the field, and he was always, he's always been there. So, um Seeing seeing my partner in crime on the field kind of develop into that guy, uh, it's it's it makes me happy. It makes me proud. So once again, Caleb Tanner, one of the four captains selected on this defense, or excuse me, on this team, three of them on the defensive side. And so that was Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner, Nick Henrich. Yes, are the three defensive guys, and then Travis Vokalek on the other side of the football. So, um, or other side of the field. So, I, I think other side of, football other side of the football. Yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> triple pump. You just triple pumped. Thank you. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Doubled. Anyway. Yeah, it was kind of a double pump Thank over you. through the first baseman. Got, still made the play. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, he had to go up high to get it. So you double pumped. When we, when we talk about this deep, or this team, I, I think there's a lot of excitement, and it's increasing about this defense specifically. because you, and, and maybe a big part of it is because they have three captains, 
um, and and rightfully so, I suppose. But I think it goes into this you know discussion that once again, Sip, I keep going back to this, and I I want to hear your thoughts since I don't get to do a show with you that often. Mm-hmm. This offense doesn't this offense doesn't have to be spectacular for Nebraska to be good. Okay. Because? Because this defense is going to do their job and then some. Do you think so? I do. Okay. I'm not as convinced as you. I want to see it. It was 58th nationally in total defense. Yep, you're right. But Last year. But you are, you apparently envision a sizable jump. I do. Okay. I think it's very possible that Nebraska for the last two years, Nick, has allowed 4.2 yards per carry to to its opponents. That last year was eighth in the Big Ten. That's not carrying the team. Um, and I don't now. I don't. I don't want to put words in your mouth either. You're not saying the defense will carry the no, team. No, no. You'll just make it so that offense doesn't the, have to be. The offense doesn't have to score 40. I don't disagree with. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think the defense can be a very solid unit. I just wonder if it can be better than solid. Like more importantly, I, I think maybe where I'm trying to go with this is you don't need your quarterback being Superman, right? Right. That was to a fault at, at times in previous years. Is your quarterback, whether it was on his own recognizance or or because he was deciding to, was trying to make every play in the book, right? Right. And and like that's that's just the way it has been over the last four years. Now. You can have, I think, with this defense, right? And a defense that there's been a, there's been a quite a few changes, especially up front and in the secondary. The linebacker core has really been the mainstay so far in this offseason. When you look up front, it was one of those groups that I was a little concerned about at, at, a, at a moment when O'Shawn was not here, when Devin Drew was not here, when Stephon Wynn was not part of this uh, program. After the spring. Yeah. After the spring, there was after, especially concern. after Casey Rogers bolted for Oregon and exactly. Jordan Riley bolted for Oregon, there was a it was a, it was sort of co-red time. Yeah, but, but they responded by going into the portal and getting those guys that you mentioned. The out the edge rushers look like the strength. We talk about this all the time, so we don't need to go into it. The edge rushers, and you'd say O'Shawn oh, Mathis, Garrett Nelson, and Caleb Tanner leading the way. Caleb Tanner, we talked a lot yesterday. Well, a lot was there was a lot made of Caleb Tanner's growth as an individual, as a leader. Well, Nick Henrich, and this goes with your discussion, by the way. Nick Nick Henrich, his comments about Caleb Tanner, the player, are what really got my attention. He said he's got that insane. This is Nick Henrich on Caleb Tanner. He's got that insane competitive drive and spirit that's contagious to a defense and a team. We can really, really feed off his energy. So, I mean, I know we talk a lot about his character growth, but I've said it. Tanner's a, I really like Tanner as a player. He's playing a little undersized at, at, on the edge. Um, and, and he's still a little undersized, by the way, but I think they're going to be creative with him. Yeah. And maybe, maybe make that defense something that you envision. A disruptive sort of maybe it's more than a stabilizing unit for the team. Maybe it's a very disruptive force. Which That's is what you want to see. Haven't right? had since no. Randy Gregory. Well, you haven't seen it from the defense in a while yeah. here, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Right. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I like I just look at it, and I, I mean, maybe the schedule plays a part in my in my thought process here as well. And, and I say schedule, but I've also been one of those guys that's you know you guys play the Big Ten West, the teams that you still haven't found success against. So I, I, I guess I should refrain from saying that or, or using that as a, as a reason for for my belief. But I, I also look at the sip, and I remember the last couple times we've done shows together. I told you this. And this is easier said than done, but once again, if the defense can be a top 30 defense to take their next step, then the offense doesn't have to be spectacular. Mm-hmm. You can take the time to establish a running game, Okay. right? Yeah. which is kind of works full circle here. Mm-hmm. And it's easier said than done, but limit turnovers, mm-hmm. limit the penalties, and convert on special teams. Yeah, be be competent. Like be competent exactly. on special. Which which I feel I think there's a lot of be good feelings about special teams units this off season as well. Mm-hmm. After this off season, I mean, like I told you this yesterday, and this will be the last thing before we get to break and get to the song of the day. Okay, I watched the Illinois game from last year yesterday, and they missed two PATs. I watched the Oklahoma game back, and they get a PAT blocked and return for a two point conversion. Nebraska right. at a at a crucial point of the game. God, I forgot it's a, it's a three point swing. I forgot that hot mess in Champagne last year included yes. two missed PATs. Two missed PATs. It gets overshadowed by the the safety from Cam Taylor Britt, and it gets overshadowed by the fumble returned for a touchdown by Adrian Martinez. And a few and other a couple things. Other things. <laughs> they, like I, I looked, I was, was like, I, like I said, I was watching the game, and in the the in the first half they actually got to the quarterback. I think four times, four or five times. And if if you were saying, yeah, you're going to go play Oregon or excuse me, Illinois, um, Illinois in the or I don't know where Oregon came That's from. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to go play Illinois and in the first game under Brett Bielema and you're going to have Arthur Satowski under center and you sack him four times in the game or, or four times in the first half. You feel good. You feel good about your chances. And, and it was the little things, once again, not limiting penalties, not taking care of the football, and just making kind of stupid mistakes. Yeah. And so that's where it's really like my approach this, this season is if they can take that next step as a defense having more of a game manager at quarterback like Casey Thompson is, maybe a little more higher football IQ as well. Okay, that's fair. And then boosting the rooms around him. We yep. hear about Trey Palmer. We hear about also the, the leadership, right? We, we bring up leadership again, Mickey Joseph and Brian Applewhite as well. Donovan. And, and Mark Whipple. Donovan Rayola. Donovan Rayola. And, and you think about the, uh, the running back room as well. If the Huskers have enough confidence in their defense to shut out a Northwestern for two quarters – or an, an Illinois for a quarter and a half, then maybe this coaching staff would be a little more comfortable sticking with a run. Okay. If it doesn't, if it's yeah, not that's working. Fair. That's now, fair. Now, that's, that, maybe that's a stretch. And, no, it's I want not. You, I want you to reel, be. reel me back in. Sid. No, you're fine. Reel me back in I don't if need I need to. need to reel you back in. But I, I just think like you're this good. whole thing kind of goes full circle, and that's that's the way that I'm, I'm operating going into this okay. season. Okay, we'll see what it looks like. Uh, we'll see what that looks like. No, what you said makes perfect sense. And I do think this defense has a lot of potential. I think it has a lot of potential as a, as a disruptive defense. The critical element will be, as usual, stopping the run at a pretty high level. I don't mean 2.1 yards per carry by the opponent, which is, by the way, triple yeah. pump, which is what <laughs> Wisconsin allowed last year, 2.1. Yeah. I'm not saying 2.1, but how about under four? How about it? Can they do that? If they if it's under four, that is a top thirty defense. Okay, if they allow under four yards per carry, now now you're now you're talking. Yeah, that's a, that's probably a top thirty type defense that that can 
that can help the team in ways that you laid out. God yeah. bless you. Let's uh, let's go ahead and get to break. Song of the Day is coming up next. Get ready to uh, vote on the text line. Sarder Heyman's Song of the Day coming up next on Early Break on the Ticket. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. 